Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. First question, I always think, why? <laughs> why? Yeah. What is it about you? You were playing, and instead of going to the beach for two weeks in the summer, like all your teammates, you were going off to Afghanistan. Attempting or, a remarkable you know. feat uh, this year. They're planning to roll across the Atlantic. It's 5,000 kilometres. It's New York to Galway. It's unsupported. I'm Damien Brown. This is Deep Roots. And once again, I'm asking you to join me on my next adventure. Day nine. So the night was a bit easier last night. I think because I took first shift. And that meant that I didn't have like a two hour sleep and kind of getting up very groggily uh, to try and um, row. So breaking some sort of deep sleep cycle um, and not really breaking it, if you get me, like so taken 10 minutes to wake up from it and then uh, 10 minutes of you know being awake and then going uh, going back into some sort of like half sleep mode so so I did first and the third cycle and uh, it was all good and then after that I did an hour and a half um, uh, from like I don't know let me see five to six thirty now that one was pretty tough i must say that was because again coming out of that two hour sleep um and then uh since that i don't know if you guys can hear but things have really picked up and we're getting real tough conditions um right into our nose uh so it's um yeah and uh the it doesn't look like it's going to relent according looking at the forecast for like 36 hours um so yeah shitty news um right now the winds are about i reckon 10 12 knots maybe gusting a bit more 15 to 18 um 
they've picked up again now since I've come in the cabin. I'm just looking out and Gussie's getting getting hit with some bigger stuff. Um, what this means for us is um, we were on a kind of northeasterly course to kind of pick up the Gulf Stream at like an almost optimal point. Um, but that was 60 nautical miles from us. Um, now, the way we're positioned, the Gulf Stream is actually much closer on like on southerly, um, uh, in a southerly direction. So we're going to try at least while we still can against these conditions. So we're making yeah, again, a knot. I was making a knot when 1.8 knots into it. Uh, Gussie's currently on 0.84 of a knot, which is, you know, is, is tough going. But um, we did this before on day one and day two, and it worked out well for us. So it's just not re- relenting or not capitulating to the conditions, the first up when they hit, and giving it a good fight at least. So what we're going to do is head on a, um, a much more southerly bearing now, um, and try and uh, so cut off about... Uh, 40 nautical miles and so now we have like 20 nautical miles roughly to um, what may be the edge of the Gulf Stream it could be closer or it could be further away it won't be further away because um, it was kind of a midpoint uh, between two earlier waypoints sorry yeah so um, it could be closer like but um, at least this gives us an opportunity to work for something that is attainable uh, so psychologically that's easier and um, it also gives us a possibility of not spending 24 to 36 hours on power anchor which I don't think either of us want to do uh, we've already had two stints on power anchor two long stints on power anchor um, you know they're uh, they're they're all right. Like they're not great. Gussie would tell you they're torture. Uh, they're pretty grim, like because it's it's hot and you're slushing around and you can't move anywhere and you're lying on your back and your lower back's fucking uh, telling you that uh, it doesn't want to be lying in this position for so long, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, you know you can't really do much. Can't eat particularly. Um, and cook anyway in terms of boiling water outside so it's just it's all fucking awkward and, and a frustrating experience so we'd rather avoid I know I would rather avoid that um, and rather kind of keep working towards something you know um, hence why we have made this decision to um, just head on a more southerly route see if we can pick up the Gulf Stream what that would mean then is it doesn't matter, really matter what the uh, wind is doing especially at this level anyway the current would um, pick us up and start bringing us um, north northwest northwest uh, so um, yeah it would mitigate all that what we're experiencing right now so it's a big kind of cherry to to be kind of trying to take uh, trying to aim for and take a bite out of um, so yeah that's where we're at now Gussie's working hard here um, the plan is uh between me and him that we um, row 0.5 of a nautical mile 
um, or do our best to attain that at least in an hour. Um, if we do, we can stop um, and rest and the other person gets on or we can continue out our hour and um, and then stop and rest. So, um, yeah, we'll see what that, you know, works like. The first, I did the first hour and I got 0.9 of a nautical mile. So, you know, if we crank that out, if we got seven or eight miles, say that took us, I don't know, 10, 12 hours of daylight that we have now, um, there's a possibility that we could hit the Gulf Stream and, and if we do, then it would, I'll just save us a lot of... Um, uh, grimness and uh, uh, yeah just manky life I want to say on power anchor and also it will um, keep us some way in touch with trying to get across this ocean in a, a record time I know right now we're we're well behind that but things could change or will change once we hit the Gulf Stream but uh, don't want to lose another 24 36 hours on that like and just you know, make that make that target that we set ourselves never even a um, consideration for us on this on this um, uh, expedition because of the weather that we face so far. But um, as we've you know gone before, we'll uh, continue to do, and that's fight for every inch, uh, control the moment, and um, and work, work, and work, 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 work for. Um, uh, for the betterment of the project uh, or the expedition and movement of the boat so um, yeah that's where we're at on day 9 um, I'm sure I'll be back on here in the next number of hours to fill you in how things are progressing or not cheers Things have regressed. We're on power anchor now for the last two and a half hours. Shortly after I left you last time, um, swapped with Gussie, hopped on the oars and the wind at like in the space of 45, 60 seconds had cranked up considerably to, I reckon, about 25 knots. And, I mean, I started a couple of strokes into it and uh, was, at best, uh, treading water. Um, perhaps even going backwards, rowing into it. So that was that. Very quick decision, even though I knew before that it was going to be power anchor just looking at the uh, what was coming at us so uh, yeah we went through the faff again uh, power anchors out uh, I'm a little bit concerned with it because um, there's on the parachute uh, part of it there's like numerous cords as you can imagine ropes um, that adjoin it to a kind of swivel lock and uh, they look, they looked on board before we put it in the water. Um, quite kind of tangled, uh, like a complex tangle, not something you could just figure out in a few twists and this and that. Um, and then we were thinking, you know, maybe the once you put them in the water, the swivel lock will, um, 
you know, and the the forces on it will uh, unravel them to a certain degree. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't think that's the case, and, and that might be causing the parachute to be a little con- more condensed than it needs to be and not holding enough water in it or something kind of contrary to its design um, and that's why we have lost 2.9 nautical miles since we put it out so basically a mile an hour nautical mile per hour uh, far from ideal you know you work so fucking hard for every um, every stroke out here, uh, every meter, and then to be losing, you know, basically, I think that's about three thousand three hundred um, in three hours is, uh, yeah, that's a little bit. It's frustrating. It's annoying. It's a little bit demoralising. The option there would be to pull it back in and try and untangle it and see if that makes a difference. Otherwise, I don't know what it is. I don't know if if it's just the strength of the winds is going to blow us back or if the line is too long. Um, I know the the longer, sorry, the more um, intensity and strength of the winds, the longer the line can be and should be. Uh, These aren't that intense, you know, they're... 25 knots um, futile to row into but uh, you know in consider consider consideration of what could come your way out here they're, they're really nothing so uh, yeah so um, yeah the line should be kind of shorter for for these strength winds so maybe that's the that's the only other thing but I'm not too kind of au fait with how I would go about you know shortening a 90 meter line down that you know can't be um, clearly can't be uh, cut in any way so I don't know what the technique is there I'm sure there is one I just don't know what it is uh, so yeah that's where we're at on power anchor forecast doesn't look good Myself and Gussie are swapping in and out of the cabin um, because it's just the two of us in here when one of us can be outside. It's, it's relatively comfortable outside like because what the power anchor does is it lines the back of the boat so we have it rigged up off the stern, the back, um, and it aligns that with the, um, with the winds and the waves so everything kind of crashes over the side. So, so you can be on deck and not get like... Not saying you won't get a bit wet, you know, you get the odd big wave and then you get some spray and that, but you're not going to get soaked. And it's so I was just out there for the last 45 minutes. Gussie's out there now. now he looks like he's having a horrible time out there. He's trying to get comfortable in a spot that I think is near impossible to get comfortable. There's about one spot on the boat that you can sit down on comfortably without getting pointy bits into you, kicked over. Um, just been generally uncomfortable and that's this rowing seat with your feet on the life raft underneath you just kind of going with the flow of the boat up and down on the on the rails of the rowing seat currently he is um, right at, on, on the bow cabin trying to lean against it but 
I, I tried it. It's not... Uh, I know he's tried it already. He, I think he got pr pretty comfortable earlier, but right now he doesn't. I'm looking at some faces been made here. I was trying something different, but... Uh, yeah, so when one of us can be out there, the other one can be in here, and we just swap in and out every, whatever, 45 minutes or so until it gets dark, I would say, and then that'll be a case of uh, both of us getting in here or the rains or something like that. And, uh, yeah, putting down the head. So this is day nine. Very frustrating. I was adamant to do everything within my power to not fucking back on power anchor and that's why I pushed us earlier into those winds and was you know, making all sorts of plans on how to avoid getting on power anchor but it just it was inevitable um, so uh, um, yeah in the hole oh. That's where we're at. We'll just ride it out and uh, once we get the opportunity, take off again. All right, cheers. And five hours later, we're off power anchor and we're rowing again. Myself and Gussie were in the cabin, it was about, felt like it was about fucking around my head anyway. Felt like it was about 50 degrees. I was like, Gussie, let me out. And as I was climbing out, he was like, oh, the weather doesn't look too bad. And I just sat on deck for like four or five minutes, drinking some water. I think I'm heavily, heavily dehydrated. Felt pretty shit. Uh, I just started pulling in, the, I just grabbed the um, retrieval line, pulled it in, uh, I just kept going, pulled in everything, hooked up the oars, put on my shoes, started to row, and uh, the first 45 minutes of that rowing was nightmarish, it was like the fucking water was like sticking little points up on all different parts of the hull of the boat, so to make it shake and rock and pitch and tilt every which way fucking direction so it was impossible to get any sort of rhythm in my stroke uh, and I was getting more frustrated and more frustrated because I felt shit basically um, and then for the last 15 minutes eased a bit and I was kind of able to get a little bit more rowing stroke rhythm forward momentum at least psychologically uh, felt like I was getting more forward momentum and then it was time for Gussie to take over. I was like, yeah, here, get on there and do an hour. Things are looking better, so I made us two miles back of our uh, tree that we lost on Power Anchor, which is another issue that needs to be sorted. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we're on the road again, on the water again, and uh, let's see what the next bit, next bit brings. Cheers.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.